you sent a request uh, to the group this week, Joel. I did. You wanted a Collingwood person on. Yes. And the next, our next guest is the only one I could handle. <laughs> he was actually very good at Collingwood. Yes, he was. 189 games across 10 seasons of football. So uh, fairly, fairly good resume there. But he also played for Sydney and won a premiership there. So, I mean, there's a nice angle there that he wasn't <laughs> fully fledged magpie. Uh, and yes. that's uh, Paul yes. Williams. And he joins us. G'day, Paul. Hey, Jack. How are you, mate? Couldn't be better, buddy. Um, now, how, how are you? Uh, what are we up to? No, I uh, just, uh, just knocked off for, for the for the day. Like, we, we had a um, pretty busy day at work. And now just uh, just relaxing yeah. uh, in, in the interim Got a couple of uh, guests uh, for at a restaurant, and that's it. Oh, very nice, very nice. Now, now it could uh, be the Paul Williams Cup at the end of this year, with uh, Collywood and Sydney played off in a grand final. That would be that would be something, and something re- reasonably predictable. Yeah, well, I suppose um, like the Swans, Swans uh, have positioned themselves pretty good with like Grundy getting in there and. But the unfortunate thing with them is, like Mills getting injured, and and also Parker now. Like that's that's pretty uh, devastating for their midfield group. So it'll be it'll be interesting. I, I think the I think the Pies will improve on last year, which might be good enough. And and I, I think the Swans will will get better, but they need they need all their talent on the field. And Paul, just talk me through your your move from Collingwood to Sydney. What what happened there? Uh, I got I got fired. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I I, I had uh, I, I, yeah. Now I had a few uh, issues with a few things, and, and we we just thought uh, it's probably best that I I get a trade, and I asked for the trade to Sydney, and I, I requested that. No, they were good enough to give me that that opportunity. Um, which which was great, and, and they didn't have to because I was still contracted at, at the footy club, and they um, they they did take care of me with that. And Paul, if you can just look back a, a bit further, you debuted in the '91 season, a year after Collingwood won a famous uh, premiership. What was that experience like coming into the club after such a big win? Yeah, it was it was it was good. I was pretty excited because I, got, I actually got drafted '89, so because um, I got drafted as a 16 year old and. Mm-hmm. Stayed in Tassie and played senior footy. I thought that'd be better for my development um, for all of 1990 and clearly watched the, the Pies very closely um, throughout that year and, and with them winning and all that sort of stuff. I was so excited to get get to the footy club and get training, get get uh, get as fit as I can, meet, meet the people. Um, but most of the Premiership boys were still partying. I didn't see them till mid, midway through uh, January. So I, I wonder why we started so shit. I, I, I have no idea. Well, now, we'll fast forward that, I mean, for a decade and a bit, and you, you're coming off a flag at Sydney. It was, I mean, obviously different times, but must have been much more professional than that. Yeah, no, it was. It was. <laughs> Um, but like even even with the the Swans flag in '05, and I was right at the end of it then. Um, and but we went to G'day LA. It was called in LA. We played a, a, a practice game against Kangaroos. I think it was oh. in the start of the 2006 season. Um, and none of the old blokes really played. We just um, 
we, we just had a, a, a few beers and kept celebrating from the year before. So it was it was dissimilar, but also similar. If that makes sense. Well, we see the NRL. I got uh, over in Vegas. Uh, can't get up to too much trouble there, surely. No, no, they're going to be really safe. What do you? What do you? I mean, you, you were over there for that. Do, do you think AFL could work in a, a place like America? Yeah, they 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 do love the sport. They do, and, and they'll love NRL as well. But they they do love the sport because uh, they think we're a bit mad that we don't, you know, um, have a helmet on or we have pads on our shoulders. I think we're a bit crazy like that. So um, I, I think it could. I think it could. It'd be a huge investment. Um, uh, but I, I think it's probably a bit off. But I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind. But uh, AFL will never do it now that NRL did it first. Mm. I don't think they'll ever do that now. Um, but it'll be interesting to see how the NRL boys go. Um, it was that's only like a couple of weeks away, I think, isn't it? Oh, this weekend. Oh, this weekend, yeah. Yeah, yeah, or even, or even that's a little bit closer. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is. Um, now, tell us, uh, you're obviously a legend at Collingwood. Uh, they, they obviously won the flag last year. It was fantastic for them. I'm feeling sick as I say it. But, um, <laughs> you you, you would have been proud? Yeah, no, I was. I went to the game and um, it, it was uh, it was amazing. It was an amazing game. Like The, the actual game of footy... Um, could have gone either way, uh, obviously. Um, we Brisbane played a, a, a much better game than I thought they would. Um, so that, yeah, kudos to them. But but in the end, I, I thought I thought the Pies would be too strong. Um, definitely in, in at, at, at the MCG and uh, amazing uh, amazing scenes after and and then even the the after party and uh, the function that that night was really cool and. Gerald Braithwaite sang and I said to the missus that we'll stay to horses and sang and then we're going home. (laughs) (laughs) And Paula, obviously you mentioned you were there. It was such a close game. Um, You had a close game yourself when you won a flag for Sydney back in 2005 or six. Um, Yeah. Yeah, so so what what, what was your experience um, playing in such a high-stakes game um, being so close? What would they have experienced, Colin? Yeah, no, no, it's like... It's as you'd imagine. Like you had no idea which way I was going to go. It was, it was um, to and fro the whole game. And um, I, I remember when um, Cox took that mark, and then Leo took the better mark um, <laughs> a, a, about ten seconds to go or whatever. Um, and it's it's quite funny. Everyone goes, "Oh, Leo, what a great mark!" And it was a fantastic mark, brilliant mark. But that. That so and so kicked the ball to Cox out of the full back line, so he had to mark it. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Did you? I mean, we, we see the uh, when you were playing in those grand finals, they had the the five minute warning. Channel Ten did so. You didn't actually, as a viewer, didn't know how long w- was left. As a player in that grand final, did you know how long was left at that point? No, we had no idea. Like, it went really long that last quarter. Yeah. Uh, like, I, I reckon it went 34 or 35 minutes. And uh, primarily because we had so many stoppages in that last probably 10 minutes of the game. Um, and we we weren't that creative back then where they, they stick the sign up with two minutes to go or one, one minute to go. We, so as as a playing group, we had no idea. We just knew that it was, it was close. Yeah. It was close to um, being being at the end and... Um, very, very happy when oh, um, when obviously Leo took that amazing mark and 
and uh, the siren went after that. Now, we've got uh, another guest on shortly uh, that may have been playing against you that time. You're probably running down the same wing. Uh, Andrew Embley's on next. Uh, any words Any words for Embers? Uh, well, he won the Norman Smith the next the year after. So, And I, and he's probably lucky I didn't play because he wouldn't have won it. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Um, now, I don't know. I mean, you would have had a few Mad Mondays in your time uh, there, Paul, and it would have been a, a good fun being at the Swans at that time. But uh, what would have happened if one of your captains had have uh, sort of broken his shoulder during one of the uh, sort of festivities? Yeah, no, it wouldn't have been good. It wouldn't have been good. <laughs> oh, the only the only really bad thing that happened in my Mad Mondays was Barry Hall ripped our ATM off the wall. That was the worst <laughs> thing that happened. <laughs> well, that's not too bad, is it? <laughs> well, that did eat his card, so it was deserved. <laughs> <laughs> What was um? <laughs> did he get it back? <laughs> no, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I think he might have got it to be the strife for that one. Yeah. All right. So just what, what would have? I mean, being being a captain and getting your shoulder ripped apart in a in a Mad Monday celebration sort of thing. What what would just? How would the group cope with that? I mean, it's been obviously six months since it's probably happened. So you've had a bit of time, but it would have just been frustrating as a playing group. Yeah, was he's such a key player. That's the that's the thing. Obviously, obviously he's captain. Um, um, so that, that's even a given. But um, the fact that like he's right in his prime now, this would have been, and it still might be. Like he he will come back at some stage during, during this year, and, and hopefully um, he's going to be raring to go. But like he, listen, he would be more disappointed than anyone else. Mm. So um, lesson learned. Need to need to probably pull it in a little bit when you when you're going a bit crazy at the end of the year. Well, that's right. And uh, well, you mentioned the Swans before at the start, and uh, what, what needs to go right. Um, did you see a succession plan happening to the Swans? You mean you saw it with uh, Rusey and and um, uh, and Horse at the very start? Did you see Horse um, sort of giving maybe another one of his assistants, probably a Dean Cox, a run at being the coach eventually. Oh, potentially, but I, I think uh, as long as Horse thinks that he's got the ear of the playing group and and he's still got the hunger to do the do the job, it's it's not an easy job. Um, so he, he'll probably want to tick off the the fact that he still wants to do it. And he and listen with his record, he deserves to make that call. Um, so if if he's got that hunger, he'll keep doing it as long as he can. Um, but if at some stage he, he thinks he's almost he's almost had enough, um, I'm sure that he'll he'll lean towards a succession plan for sure. Because it it absolutely worked with Ruzi and, and Horse um, back in the day, and and I'm sure it would work again if, if he chooses to do that. But he has to choose that. It can't be can't be like club driven. It, it's got to be coach driven. And, that's a good thing about Ruzi. Ruzi um, drove that and, and that made it successful. Yeah, one last from me, Paul. You're uh, you're out tonight. A few uh, friends, restaurant. What's uh, what's on the plate? 
Uh, having a eye fillet, actually. Ooh. Having an eye fillet at a nice uh, Barossa Shiraz. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> very nice. Very good, very good. Well, well, we'll let you get back to it, Paul. Uh, really appreciate you giving us some of your time, mate. Uh, good luck with the season ahead, and uh, no doubt we'll catch up throughout. Yeah, thanks, guys. You have a great call. Thanks, <laughs> Paul. Good man. There we go. Paul Williams, uh, the Collingwood champion, 189 games, and the Swans Premiership player, 117 games for 360 total.